All right, folks, what I'd want like you to do, if you have your Bibles, I'm just going to look at a few verses today from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And I want to talk about, of course, partaking in the Lord's table. I want to talk about Thanksgiving. And I want to talk about life right now. You know, when we entered into uh, 2020, back in January, you know, we always have this anticipation of, you know, a new year and all the exciting things. Nobody had any clue that our lives would be uh, the way they are right now. Um, nobody told us about lockdowns. Nobody told us about quarantines. Nobody told us about masks. The only mask we ever thought about wearing was for Halloween, not for uh, going to the grocery or going to Sheets or anywhere else. And, and the reality is, is that uh, it, it's created chaos because, and it's almost out of your hands. Because when you go about your normal life and you're trying to go about your normal life, you come in contact with somebody and then you find out that somebody is, is tested positive or this, that, or another. And, and then that sets off a whole domino effect of other things that impact you either economically, financially, even some, in some cases mentally. And it's like, how do you adjust in this world, let alone all the stuff that's been happening this year anyhow in our country and in our community and so forth? It's been difficult. And, and here we are, we're in November, and we're not just in November, we're at Thanksgiving. Did we even have a summer? It's kind of hard to believe we had a summer, right? I mean, some of you, you got your vacation, but... It's like that just went quick, didn't it? And, and here we are, and we're at a time when we're supposed to give thanks. And today, especially, we're supposed to remember Jesus. And it's like, how do we do that? How do we wrap our brains around this? Because, okay, forget the normal... The, forget the crisis that's happening with COVID, and we didn't ask for that. Nobody did. You got the normal stuff that's happening in your life that you're dealing with, that you didn't ask for, but is there. So how do we deal with this? What does the table have to do with this? Well, that's why I want us to look at uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. It'll be up on your screen. We're going to look at verses 7 through 15. Paul kind of brings things down in reality. He's going to talk about himself and the hardships he faced. So let me just stop for a moment. You would think that, you know, if you listen to some of the guys on TV that, uh, that talk about health and wealth, that if you have faith, you're going to be doing okay, you'll be wealthy and healthy. You would think that the apostles would have been the number one group in the world that would have been really good, right? They would have been okay. They probably were floating in the dough, and uh, But they weren't, because obviously they did have faith, but their lives were marked by hardship, which I think is the reality of life, right? So here's what Paul says to the Corinthians. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Okay, so let me just stop. The treasure he's talking about is your salvation, your life in Jesus, and the earthen vessel he's talking about is the frail life that you have. All right, so listen to what he says. 
But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to the death to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then, death is working in us, but life in you. Since we have the same spirit of faith, according to which is written, I believe and therefore I spoke, we also believe and therefore speak knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. All right, now here's what we're going to do, folks. We're going to talk about this, this passage today because... He says some things that are kind of, I'll be honest with you, a little difficult to understand. We understand the issue of the suffering that he went through. And I'll be the first one to tell you that Paul would not glory in the suffering that he went through. He would say that's just part of normal life. So I think that's the first thing we need to understand. When we talk about the issue of Thanksgiving, it's so overwhelming to us about the stuff that we go through and we can't give any thanks. But the problem is, is that we're overwhelmed because we think that what we're going through is unusual. It's not. It's life. Well, then why is God doing this to me? He's not. He's actually the one extending grace in the midst of it. And the greatest gift of grace that he gave you was Jesus who died so that your sin would be taken, your penalty would be paid for, that you would have salvation and that you would have an escape from this life, from the despair of this life, and that in the midst of the despair, in the midst of the difficulty, you would have grace. So when he talks about that you and I, if you look at what he says here, he says that, verse 10, always carrying about the in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus and the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. What, what's he saying here? Here's what he's saying. He's talking about that now that you have experienced Christ, you are carrying about death in your life daily. Well, what do you mean, George, I'm carrying about death in my life daily? Well, you are dying to your old self and your old desires and the things that you know are wrong. Remember, we are to die to ourselves. Are we not called to do that in the scripture? To walk away from the old way of doing things? To walk away from the old desires that, that led to problems? To walk away from the old habits that brought nothing but destruction in our lives? 
We are dying to ourselves. But if you look at what verse 10 says, we're not just dying, we're not just carrying death in our life as we die to that old self. We are actually carrying what? Life. Life to who? Jesus. That he's given us to walk in newness of life. Do you remember when you were baptized? You were buried in the likeness of his death, meaning you died to the old self of who you are. You were raised to walk in newness of life. So even though all this hardship is happening around you, you have within the frailty of your life this treasure of Jesus, this treasure of a new life. And you carry about the death you put away the old person who you are and you carry with you what now the new life you have in Jesus not just a new life but a new hope a hope of one who will carry you out of the midst of what you're going through right now and that's all because of Christ all because of him. So then we come to verse 15, and this is where the whole issue of thanksgiving comes in now. If you look at verse 15, he says, for all things are for your sakes. All right, well, stop. What, what in the world is he talking about here, George? Really, it can't be what we think it is, right? Yeah. To be honest with you folks, everything that's happening right now that God has allowed to happen in your life. From COVID down to what's happening in our nation, down to the personal things that are going on in your life right now. He's allowed them for your sake. Now, I don't understand what that completely means. But remember, he's doing a work in our lives that will continue until we go to be with Jesus. He's molding you into something. And part of what he molds us with is through the difficulties. Some of the illustrations of the scripture is, is that he purifies us with power, excuse me, with fire and his power, I guess, but with fire so that the impurities of our lives are brought out. The fact of the matter is, as we go through the difficulties and the struggles and God is molding who we are, if we would just continue to have faith and trust in him. And here's what he says, verse 15 that grace, having spread through many, may cause thanksgiving. So in the midst of the difficulties, which are for our sake, he's saying, there's his grace. He gives us grace. And it's that grace... That brings about the thanksgiving. So, all right. I know for the reality, uh, just instance for me, okay, so there have been times when with the struggles that have happened, that happened in my life and stuff, I, I don't feel like giving thanks. The pain is overwhelming. Ever been there? Where you can't 
I mean, someone would say, well, you know, you just give thanks for breathing, give thanks for gas in the car. Yes, I can do that, but I would do that without really meaning it. Because right now, the pain is bigger. So I don't know how to give thanks. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I kind of was referring to that this week when I when I wrote to you in the newsletter. And so it's like, I, I don't know what, how do I give thanks? Well, I can't give thanks in the everyday things. Here, here's what I want you to see. But you can give thanks. How? Why? All right, let me give you an illustration of what I'm talking about. I want you to think back to some huge crisis that you had in your life. I know it's unpleasant, but I want you to think back. And I want you to think back to how you got through it and, and maybe the people that God put around you. And you weren't thankful for the junk you were going through. You weren't thankful for the stuff that happened. But all you know is, is that if it wasn't for that person, you don't know how you would have made it through it. And, and you are so thankful that maybe it was a parent or a friend or a sibling was there to be a support to you to help you through it. And you could say, I am thankful for blank for that person. Because if without them, I couldn't have done it. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? Have you been there? I've, I've had those times, right? Okay. All right, so here you are. You're going through the stuff of life. And the pain is real. And you come to like 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. And everything give thanks for this is the will of Christ. This is the will of God in Christ for you. Really? I'm supposed to give thanks in everything, but I don't want to. I'm hurting. I'm even wondering where you are, God. But yet we know he's there. And he gives grace. Grace upon grace upon grace. So then what we can do as his children is, I'm not thankful for the, what's going on, but I'm thankful that I have God. That I can lean on him. That I can bear my pain to him. That I can express myself. Look, folks, I'm going to be honest with you. There have been times when, when I have personally been through it and I just prayed and he gave me a peace. Didn't say the problem was going away. Actually, a lot of times it didn't. But he gave me peace. And so I could say to him, Thank you, Jesus, for being there. See, that's, that should be ultimately the basis for our thanksgiving. That's what he's really talking about here, isn't he? 
We're in these earthen vessels and the things that are happening to us. Paul says, I'm hard pressed, but I'm not broken. I'm persecuted, but I'm not defeated. You know, and all this stuff is happening to us. And God is allowing it to happen in our lives for a purpose to mold us in who we are. But he can, because of the grace that was given him, he says in verse 15, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Thanksgiving can be there. Now you're saying, okay, George, what does this have to do with the table? It has everything to do with the table. It has everything to do with the body and blood of Christ that we're going to remember. Because if it wasn't for Jesus dying on the cross for us, there would be no grace. There would be no hope. And we couldn't give thanks. We would be most miserable. So that's what we're going to remember here in a moment. The body and blood of Jesus... which illustrated the greatest love that could be given to any of us and is a constant reminder to us even when we go through the difficult times that I still have Jesus. I still have the Lord. And He gives me grace to see me through this. So therefore, I can be thankful. Let me pray for you.